episode number eight. I remember it like it was yesterday. The nervousness aching through my body, the uncomfortable smell of surgical scrubs tarped over my clothes. Just finishing a deep cleaning of my hands, I began to make my way into the OR. The nurse with a serious but humble tone asked me, are you ready? I nodded and proceeded to make my way into a bright lit room where I saw my wife getting ready to give birth to our first son. She was nervous with tears and had been numb from the waist down from an epidural. A giant sheet was pinned up in front of her making her nervous because she could not see what was going on. Our son was breached and needed to be removed emergency cesarean to avoid complications. I sat next to my wife laid my hand on her forehead, and said, Everything is going to be okay, babe. Suddenly I heard the doctor on the the other side say, Give me that foot, in a playful tone. And it was in that moment I heard my son cry. It was a Tuesday five years ago from today that he was born at 7.08 a.m. That was the day my life changed forever. Around two years old, he was starting to hold his ears a lot, and he would love to spin in circles. I didn't think much of it, but there was a reason for him doing so. This past year, he was diagnosed with autism. The holding the ears, spinning, and nonverbal communication were signs. In the world of being on the spectrum, sensory balance is an everyday part of life. I remember one day my wife and I were singing along the ABC song, and we stopped to let him fill in the blank pause. He looked at us with a saddened and frustrated face. He knew the words, but struggled to omit them. In that moment, I didn't say anything. Truthfully, I felt like I was dying on the inside. I calmly left the room, and I burst into tears. The pain I felt in that moment brought me to my knees. I'm not a man that breaks down easily, but this was something different. The love for my child and all the hope for him to have a better life than I did felt crushed. I could feel the pain in his eyes, knowing that he knew what he wanted to say but could not. The emotion was so overwhelming, It almost broke me. You see, the last thing you want in this life is to see your child suffer. It's not easy to talk about this. However, the reason I share this story today is to enlighten a a change in perspective. I will not go as far to say I was weak-minded before, but I certainly had a different way of thinking. 
when you're single, you tend to be more self-centered. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing, just reality. When you have more time to yourself, you are often naturally more self-absorbed. I was at least. Now with my third son on the way, I really have time to wipe my butt, let alone be distracted with what other people are doing. This, on the other hand, I learned is a good thing. You see, the world we live in today is very fast-paced. News, entertainment, and even one another's lives are always being updated and posted via the internet and social platforms. Technology has become the new distraction, and though it has many benefits, it has a dark side as well. There's been countless studies showing that people are more depressed and overwhelmed with stimulation from this world that is becoming more vast each day. I can't tell you how many times I've seen clients or just regular gym goers that can't keep off their phone for at least 45 minutes to complete a workout. From going to just selecting a song leads into opening up Instagram. We're all guilty of it, I guess, at some point. But many of us seem to feel naked without a smartphone within reach. That in its own is an example of how dependent technology is making us. As an experiment sometime, go into your phone and look at the log screen time and the analytics of what you spend the most of it on. For most, it will probably be social media. I as well, before kids in my life, I spent way too much time scrolling, but nowadays it's all about business with me. In other words, I post and ghost. Social media is a, it's great as a tool to express your talents, knowledge, and ideas, but it's algorithms they've created for these things. They have one job, basically, and it's to keep you engaged as long as possible. I mean, I think they even consulted with people that used to help with slot machines and help casinos to keep people more addicted to gambling. And they've used those same strategies to put into their own platforms to keep you always on them. What we don't realize is that this is actually changing the way we think. With all that being said, today we're going to discuss mindset. First off, what is a mindset? A mindset is a series of self-perceptions or beliefs people hold about themselves. These determine behavior, outlook, and mental attitude. An example of two would be fixed and growth. With a fixed mindset, you say things like, I'm not good at it. That's just who I am and can't change it. That is too hard and too much work. I could never get that job. It's out of my league. I'll never look that good. I have bad genetics. A growth mentality says, 
I am capable of learning anything. The more I make mistakes, the smarter I become. To get that job will be a challenge, but I can do it. I may not have six-pack abs this summer, but I will next year. See the difference? One individual is fixed and sees life as an obstacle. There's always some excuse why something can't be done. They let their inner conscience become deluded with always finding a way to talk themselves out of an accomplishment. The other person has a growth mentality. They see the struggle ahead and ignore the voice that says, you can't do it, and they go for it. Even if they make mistakes along the journey, they continue to keep trying. Which one of these do you fall under? My intention here is not to make anyone feel bad, but instead realize our minds can easily become oversaturated with distractions, fears, and anxiety. It can stop us from living the life we want. I myself, for a long time, had the fixed mindset. Always talking myself out of things, expressing negative thoughts. It's not healthy. Negative thoughts become negative actions, and I could have been a poster boy for these statements. Let's get one thing straight for the record. I do not believe people fall under either growth or just fakes. Life is complex with billions of different personalities and perspectives. So it is more of a spectrum we likely fall in between the both of them. It is on yourself to decide which one you want to consume you. There's a famous story of two wolves relating to this. It goes as followed. An old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life. A fight is going on inside me, he said to the boy. It is a terrible fight and is between two wolves. One is evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. He continued, the other is good. He has joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person too. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, Which wolf will win? The old Cherokee simply replied, The one you feed. The story says a lot. Take a second and just think, Out of all the good and bad listed, Which one do you give the most attention? If you can be honest with your answer, You've already taken a step toward a growth mindset. 
even it even if it has more the bad attitude you feed honestly it all starts with being truthful to yourself you put as many filters on as you want to the world but at the end of the day when it's just you looking into the mirror who do you see more is it the good wolf or the bad one make no mistake about it even if you have a strong growth mindset you will realize that there are individual limitations to accomplishments in other words you understand that not everyone is capable of doing everything yet you do not limit yourself based solely on a genetic makeup just because you have a positive attitude does not mean you will be led to instant success it is the maintained determination that comes with it day in and day out that is what leads to triumph because failure is part of learning it is in the battle where you can get tired of so many failures and give up here you are slipping into that fixed mindset again it's always there i myself fight it every day some mornings i don't want to wake up early i don't want to prep my meals i even have times where i don't want to work out many things in my life that i just cringe and don't want to go through but when i push through it and just get the damn thing done i look back and feel relief it is the regret of all the things we wish we have done that hold us more in a fixed mentality you can't stay there it is a fight every day so do not let it win let's sum all this up and as usual always on this podcast what i stress the most don't overcomplicate it the first thing you should do is determine where you are currently look truthfully at your actions and words do you go for the goal or feel stuck with reasons why you can't throw away the bs and tell yourself the truth Look at the reasons why you think the way you do. If it is growth or fixed. And asking the questions, you will find the answers. It is a journey and it will take time to learn, so have patience in doing so. You are moving in the right direction. Be a realistic. And don't set out for unrealistic goals. Stay within your potential. Don't overcomplicate the process. Stop seeking approval from others. Looking on social media to see the comments. Checking how many likes you got. Do it first and foremost for yourself. If it doesn't feel right, chances are you are just doing it to fit in with the status quo and make other people happy. Trying to please everyone will lead to pleasing no one. Find purpose in your life. The reason I tell this story about my son is because it was in finding purpose 
to provide and be present in his life that changed my mindset. Find that reason why and you will gain the motivation you're looking for. I hope this has been helpful and you have a better understanding how the way you think affects everything in your life. I know it can feel cliche to say, stay positive. So instead I'll say, just stay motivated. You might be asking, um, I thought this was a fitness podcast. What's all this psychology talk? Well, how can you achieve even a fitness goal if you have a fixed mindset that you can't? If you talk yourself out of things, I can't lose that weight. I can't gain this right. I can't run that mile. Think about it. Many clients, many people that I've helped, I've had to make them understand mentally that they can get past and what they can get past to first accomplish their goals. That's pretty much a wrap. I just want to keep this one short and sweet for today. So, moving on, I noticed I actually have a new iTunes review. It is five stars. Thank you for that. And it's by Lily2022. It reads, I needed this. Okay. Wow, this guy knows his stuff. He talks a little slow sometimes. (laughs) But I noticed this is a newer podcast, and he clearly is getting the hang of it. I'm not much into the strength side of fitness, but if you could do an episode based more on improving cardio, I would be all ears. Well, thank you for that. And... Just a quick tip. Yes, I do talk slow. It's not so much that I'm getting the hang of it, although that is partially true. I also talk slow because sometimes, and many of times, where the certain content I'm trying to make people understand and teach, I want to say it slow enough that they can understand it. Too many people, especially smart people that think they're smart, like to talk very fast. They think that displaying the knowledge and coming at people with like a machine gun with all the words and all these jargon that that's the way you're supposed to teach. But I've learned over time that you should be more slow with your words and be more choiceful. So If it's too slow for you, there's this great feature on iTunes where you can hit the 2x and 3x there and speed up the speed. There you go. So, as for the cardio, I think I can work something in. Maybe do an episode about Tabata training, 
hit training. I've already kind of delved a little bit into that before, so I can do that. Sure. Your wish is my command. And with that being said, uh, please, people, give me a five-star review. And if you do so, just like this person did, I'll read it on the podcast. Say what you want, you know. Talk all the crap. Give me some compliments. It's a free country, right? So, let me hear your voice. And I'd appreciate it. And to pay it back, I will put you out there in the RSS feeds. You can you can be heard. How's that? So, I, uh, I still want to keep with this ending the uh, episode with a a quote and this one I felt matched everything I said today quite well it goes don't speak negatively about yourself even as a joke your body doesn't know the difference Words are energy and cast spells. That's why it's called spelling. Change the way you speak about yourself and you can change your life. What you're not changing, you're also choosing. Bruce Lee. Very well said right there from one of the great masters himself. I hope this has come across as helpful to somebody out there listening. That you all take care of yourselves. And remember to stay in that growth mindset. Keep pushing every day. It's a fight, like I said. Don't give up. I thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you all next time. Peace.